So, Batman. You're not the real sleazy. You're Canadian sleazy. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah, I, I got uh, This is called one of those last minute booking things. Uh, what it happened? Plans change, pal. Plans change, pal. <laughs> Crown Jewel, brother. Uh, now, because I'm fully not prepared, and this is so last minute booking that I'm Canadian sleazy. I believe we're talking about some Asian show and the better show that is Impact. Correct. You are. You are correct, sir. And you will listen to that on The Wrestling Show. And this is the fat man. And yes, no sleazy tonight. He is quote unquote sick, which means he didn't watch Impact. Um, or New Japan. So it's funny that he didn't watch two shows. So he might actually be sick. I if that makes think sense. he watched New Japan, the New Japan show. I think he said he already watched it. Um, but we have who is going to run the New Japan segment. He is the man of a thousand marks because I say it properly. That's the better name. It is. When I said that first, that is the best name. I almost wanted to say man of a thousand and four marks because of the Jericho ripping off Malenko. <laughs> but no, he is the man of a thousand marks. That is Chip Willett. Hey, guys, what's going on? So, yeah, we're, we're going to cover two shows today. No news and rumors, because quite frankly, there wasn't really a lot. And I, I think the only rumors were ones I put in the chat, and they really weren't anything worth writing home about. Yeah. So rumor just means I'm jumping on WrestleNews.com or something and reading the article head. And if anything's really interesting, we'll talk about it. I like those news and rumors. It's nice and quick to the point. Well, that's a Canadian news rumors, ladies and gentlemen. It's Canadian. Oh, I love it. See? This yep, sounds good, eh? Yep, oh, yep, God. yep. So, yeah. Uh, all right. But, so we're going to start with Battle in the Valley, and Chip is going to actually run the segment because I don't want to. Now, and we'll put it this way, I have not watched New Japan, so I'm just going to chirp random shit throughout this review. I, I know most people, I, I know some of the results. I follow some stuff because I read into New Japan. So I'm not completely ignorant to it. I just have not watched the show. So all I'm going to have is your Jerry Lawler quips and comments and, ooh, look at Mercedes puppies. Opening, well, I, I'm not even going to ask. I know y'all didn't. Did anyone watch the pre-show? There's a pre-show to this? Yeah, it was, uh, the first match was uh, Volpov and uh, Kratos and the other one was Bobby Fish and David Finlay. I oh, saw yeah, the, that's right. I saw the first now, one. How was Bobby Fish and David Finlay? I fell asleep in that one, <laughs> so I did not get to see that. Opening match. Of course, since there's a lot of people in, in JPW Strong, 
they have to have a nice multi-man tag to start it off. And I don't know what the hell David uh, Meltzer is smoking on this, but fuck David Meltzer is definitely already high this part. You missed the-, the trope already, Chip. Okay, I know you're not used to this. I know you're not. So I'll give you a pass. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag matches. Yo, dog, I heard you like eight-man tag matches. I don't. I don't think anyone does, including me. But this is the way they were going to get all the wrestlers on the show. Oh, she hold, did. On, I, you, hold on, I ask. You don't like eight-man tag matches, so you don't like Survivor Series? Those are elimination matches. They're different. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. I digress. I, I Continue. Kushida, DKC, Kevin Knight, and Voldemort. I mean, Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> I did that one on purpose, but now I can't remember. <laughs> Jr. Batman's dead. Versus... TNA Impact Wrestling Champion Josh Alexander. You Rocky. missed it again. I'm running this fucking segment. Shut the hell up. Well, get it right. King of the four star match, Josh Alexander. That's all you say. I don't, I don't, I've given him a few four stars. I haven't given them all. I'm running this segment, so eat it. Rocky, oh. Adrian Quest, and Dorado. 11 minutes and 22 seconds. Uh, Fuck Dave Meltzer gave it four stars already. High as shit. Must have been doing Coco Tony Cook Con. Allegedly. I I gave it three and a half. I didn't. I mean, yeah, great way to get everyone on the show. Good wrestling, but nothing to write home mom about. Batman? You're running it. Tell me when to talk. Uh, I actually agree with you. Three and a half stars. Um, It was eight man chaos. Everybody had time to shine, which is kind of what you want in an eight man tag match. And I actually think as much, and I think the right kids died. So, well, of course they did because it's it's an NJPW uh, song. So, well, it it put it put uh, Kushida over because they're he's facing Alexander at uh, that um, one the multiverse. Yep. Yep. So, so, Uh, Brian, anything? I, I enjoyed that aspect of it more so than anything else about how this match played out of the impact connection as a big supporter of impact too. And liking how that stuff, I think Josh Alexander should 1000% be wrestling for WWE. It is ridiculous. That is not. And it is, uh, it is impacts benefit and everybody else's displeasure that they don't have Josh Alexander right now. I was sitting there, uh, side note, I was watching, uh, the main event when I got home. And I was just like, God, he's so good. And if he was in WWE, there'd be more fan appreciation of what they got going on for him and uh, impact. Um, next match, Tinta versus Fred Roster for the never, uh, sorry, strong never open weight championship. Booked, uh, I'm sorry, they ran 16 minutes and 31 seconds. Fuck Dave Meltzer gave it three and three quarter stars. As much as I'm a fan of Kenta and Roster both, I didn't think it was that good. I gave it three and a half. Um, it it was nice to see Fred Roster. I mean, I'm I'm a, more of a Kenta fan than I am Fred Roster, so to see Kenta get the belt, I'm really happy about. Plus, the belt's back with the Bullet Club. Uh, Fat Man, what do you say? Overrated piece of fucking shit. This match was boring as fuck. It was sloppy as hell. I gave this two stars. This was terrible. Plus, 
this is not the first time I want to bring this up. They went outside, did like 10,000 spots. They're outside for three minutes. And then the referee starts to count. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm in this. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? This was so boring. I think I overrated it at two stars, to be honest. I, I it was not it was not good. I didn't think it was good. Brian? I uh are you I, I can go off my scorecard for this too, is kind of stories and talking about it. I didn't think Kenta was gonna win here. So I was uh surprised. I didn't hate it. It's not like Ryan Kid Dog kind of deal because Kenta is a good champion in any division that he's in, so it's nice to give them something and I'm still a Bullet Club fan anyways. And so I was pleasantly surprised with how that broke down. All right, next match. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. Yay! I do. Motor City Machine Guns and West Coast Wrecking Crew, that's Nelson and Isaacs. Nine minutes and 21 seconds. Fuck Dave Meltzer gave it three and a half stars. I gave it three and a quarter. Um, You know, Motor City Machine Guns is going over. Uh, West Coast Wrecking Crew will get their day, but it's not yet. Ryan, what do you say? Uh, right kids, Dodd, Motor City Machine Guns uh, are the best. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> well, wow. Oh, I, I have a bone to pick with you in, that in, the, ne- in the next pay-per-view, but good night <laughs> um, All right, Batman, what do you say? Uh, three stars, good match, right kids died. It's really... Yeah, I mean, uh, West Coast Wrecking Crew will get their day, but it's just not yet. And don't get me wrong, they're not bad. They're a good tag team, and they will run roughshod over that show. Eventually. All right. I'm a, uh, this is actually one of my personal ones I was looking forward to. Loser leaves Japan Wrestling. Eddie Kingston versus Jay White. 19 minutes and two seconds. Fuck Dave Meltzer gave it four and a half stars. Overrated um, piece of fucking shit. I gave it four. Overrated um, piece of fucking shit. I mean, we all knew Jay was going to be the one to eat it. He, he, was, he was leaving. And... <clears throat> I mean, I thought they put on a decent match. Wait, um, Sleazy, decent match, four stars? <laughs> I guess. Well, someone Batman. has to. Batman, was it three stars? Me? Yeah. I did not give this three stars. So he's not the king of a three-star match? Eddie Kingston's the king of the two-star match. Well, anyway, spoiler, Jay, Jay White is now going to end up either on AEW, Impact Wrestling, or WWE. So who knows where he's going to end up? But it was, but I think both matches did their job. Both him leaving Japan and then leaving New Japan Wrestling. Period. The way it was done in both scenarios. Although I think the Hikaleo um, match was better because it was he's been at New Japan more than he was in Strong. So he got a bigger name in New Japan in Japan and now he'll be a free agent going somewhere and that's not the only free agent that's happening uh coming up very soon but I'm sure we'll tackle that news rumors. Um Ryan what do you say? Which match are we talking about again? Eddie Kingston versus Jay White loser lose Japan. Oh um there's no way Eddie Kingston wasn't winning this match. Like oh yeah <laughs> right like after everything that went down uh Jay White's going to WWE is the logical choice. I'd love to see it, but I just, I just don't know. I mean, I would love to hear that that switchblade or whatever music they're going to give him come um, through. Uh, that nice pervert theme song he has. The Raw After Mania or 
maybe SummerSlam. Let's see him come in. Or, or what's after? No, yeah, WrestleMania Backlash. We could work him in somehow. But um, does he go to the does he go to the main event title picture in this case? Not right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You never know how how high somebody is. That's true. I I want to book him right off the bat. I'm wondering how if the people in WWE even know who the hell he is. That's that's going to be the interesting thing. Or they know who he is. Well, you saw how like. I, I was listening to, uh, to uh, uh, Bully Ray's podcast after um, Cody Rhodes made his uh, re-debut at WrestleMania. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, not, yeah, it was WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, and how a lot of the people knew, but there were a lot of people that didn't know, and you could tell throughout the audience. Oh, you mean know that he was coming in? Yeah, or, or even oh. know who he was, or even know who he was. People know who Cody Rose was. So, um, all right, well, uh, go ahead, shit on it. Oh yeah, this is fucking terrible. I it it was fourteen minutes of chops, and then the last five minutes save it. This was again a two star match. I don't understand the hate, like for the literally all they did was chops for fourteen minutes. Yeah, but look who you're talking to. You're look talking to me who loves who loves strong style wrestling. So that's why I give it four stars. It was dumb. All right. TV time. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Dave Finley's promo after that match oh, was right. better than the actual match. Yeah. Because Jay was getting ready to say goodbye to New Japan uh, Strong, and then he got whacked it with the shillelagh. So is David Finley going to be the new leader of the Bull Club? That's what it's setting up to be, isn't it? It seems like I don't think he should be. I think El Phantasmo should be, but that's just me. Isn't Kenta in the Bullet Club? Kenta is Bullet Club. Yeah. Kenta? Sure. But I mean, I don't know. They're, they're not They're not shaping him up to be, though. So. No. But, okay. Ryan, who's who's taking over Bullet Club, Ryan? Well, right now? Yeah, I mean, now they don't have a leader. Man, they got a leader, though. Balor fails the there since the beginning, right? Or Balor well, Fale, I'm sorry. <laughs> Balor Fale has been there from the beginning, yes. I mean, like, he, he's the logical person. <laughs> I love you, Ryan, so much. <laughs> I love you so much. But, like, Balor Fale, or, like, Gato's there now. Why not just, like, Gato have it and just run rough shot? I mean, I guess you could. It's just a, I Everything I've seen in Gato, he just doesn't have much of a presence. So, I mean, I, hold on, I'll stop. Gato, and the only thing I know about Gato is he's been associated with either Okada or fucking Bullet Club and Jay White. So, like, Gato to me seems like a big fucking play, a big name. You know what I mean? Okay. okay I, I, see what you're, I see what you're saying. Nah, dude, Bala Fall definitely should be the new leader of Bullet Club. <laughs> right? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> TV or what is it you call the movie ticket title? Oh, uh, you're missing a match there, buddy. Which one? The Tom Muller match. Oh, that I didn't even. Yeah, oh, I, I, Batman that brought that up. Homicide's in that match. I yeah, I get. I, I know gave, he tried to kill me. It's something you do not forget. <laughs> well, I, I, gave, I gave it less than two stars. Uh, it was an okay match for a house show. Um. It was sloppy. Uh, Tom Lawler 
needs to learn how to use weapons because every time he hit Homicide with it, he barely tapped him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a dumb present. premise also. I'm sad at the both of your reviews of this match because what I know of both people, like I would seem that in a weapons match, that would, should be a real good match. Yeah, or is yeah. it something I think it'd be... Uh, I'll ask Fat Man the question, because we, we differ on this a lot for the same kind of matches. Do you not like that match in the same way that me and Sleazy would have been like, that would have been a deadly match? Probably, no. probably not. Like, there was no... So, it's pretty much a weapons match with no ropes. Yeah, that's what that's the match what was. Okay. And it just was awkward, and Tom Waller... Tom Lawler, literally every time he hit, I know you want to put wrestler safety, but it like every every time he went to go hit homicide with a weapon, it's like he like he he like finger poked him. He looked so unbelievable. Homicide has to try to fucking sell it. It's just like it just yeah, looked it, it, it looked it, bad. <clears throat> the one good spot was the was the DVD through the door. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was it. But no, like I'm again. I think I'm overrating it by giving it an okay match for a house show. But yeah, okay, you are. Go ahead. Okay, now the movie <clears throat> ticket title: Zack Saber Jr. versus Clark Connors, fourteen oh six, three and three quarters. Fuck Dave Meltzer. I gave it the same. You're not going to get out of those two. You're not going to get much higher in that amount of time. I don't think because it's only a fifteen minute match. That's how the TV uh, title matches go. Um, Ryan, did you were you watching WCW in the early '90s with R- William Regal being the TV champ? I have I watched it eventually, not during it during the time, but yes, okay. so I watched. This it. is kind of what this match reminded me of. Not like Regal trying to go the 15 minutes, but the technical wrestling aspect of it. Oh yeah, uh, I gave it three stars. I thought it was a good match, but <clears throat> nothing else. Really, so like uh, looking at this match and I'm going back to the scorecard aspect for me for not being much of a watcher, nude man. I know Clark Connors can go on to go, I know Zach Saber Jr. can't go, he just pisses me off because he doesn't sell. So <laughs> I expected this match to be <clears throat> a really technical bout. And in the same breath, there was no way Clark Connors was winning this title, not, nope. not at this point <clears throat> in, the, in the title stage. And you'd be really infuriating because none of them really did sell. To be honest, either. <laughs> so, like for oh, the first, God. like for the first, like five minutes of the match, Zack Sabre Jr. is working on the leg, and then Clark Connors just gets up and does a bunch of moves that doesn't even sell. It's like, okay, cool. It sounds like a Zack Sabre Jr. match. I understand how people like that. That's cool. Yep. <laughs> I, mean, I seen Zack live, and I saw him with Chris Hero, and uh, and evolve, and. That match was just a beauty. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. also defending that fucking TV title on uh, the Ring of Honor Honor Club tapings. Also, a nice little feather on a cap. Yep. Okay. Fatman, do you want to lead into this one? We already talked about it last week. So, why are we yeah, talking well, about it again? Back- I went back. I went back and watched it. Uh, you're right. It wasn't, it wasn't that good of a match. I only gave it three and a half. So you agreed with me. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I rewatched it too just to make sure. And it was still a three and a half star match. <laughs> like, 
Did like, anything even, change? Like nothing, so, no. either nothing changed, or one thing positive and one thing negative changed, and it still flattened it out. Nothing changed. I just I I I went more open minded than I did when I went in watching it the first time, and there were a lot of stuff that was missed. There's a lot of the storytelling I thought was there was not there. So I don't um, know what I'm wrong. But by the way, Mouser gave it four and a half stars, and so did Sleazy. Uh, therefore, Sleazy's wrong. I was Imagine that. Sleazy's four and a half stars. It's such a, it's that that rating makes me so mad. But they they went for twenty six minutes and forty two seconds. That's impressive. Sasha, listen, Sasha can go. Mm-hmm. She can. They can both go. My problem is, like I said last week, the first fifteen minutes of the match was just Sasha beating the fuck out of Kyrie. So remind yeah. me here for a second, because I'll play devil's advocate on this first for a minute, because it's fun now, and I'm Canadian sleazy, so I'll play up. Um, it was there much of a size difference between. Sasha and Kyrie. Sasha's a little taller. No. A little than oh. out in the wrestling sense. Is there much of a size difference between like you know what I mean? No, they're really. same size. Yeah. In terms of you know how the presentation is, you look at Goldust in the WWE, they didn't stand out as a side. You know what I mean? But you right. look at Goldust in AEW, holy fuck, he's barely gone. Yep. I got so yep. Is, now I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um Sasha's a yeah. No, you it's not that noticeable. No. Kyrie, Kyrie is tiny. See, and I'm just trying to remember if Sasha's still tiny, but like she Kyrie is tiny. Kyrie's not fucking uh, Chicky from AEW. What's her name? Rio. Not her tiny. No. She's not far off it. No. Okay. So, okay. Main event Okada versus Tanahashi, 2108. Dave Meltzer gave this four. I think he's underrating. I gave it four and three quarters. <laughs> you fucking nuts. <laughs> you choked just so you could ask because he fucking nuts. <laughs> well, I laughed because I, 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 I'm awkward as to how you thought this was a near five-star match. What was it missing? What was it missing? Oh, it's the Ryan part of the show where he screams about what was it fucking missing? Did you watch the match, Ryan? No, but that's why Then I'm you asking. can't say. Okay, what was it missing? Again, this time, these guys are outside the ring for like 10 minutes before the referee fucking started to fucking count. Um, it was sloppy in some parts. Okada was playing a heel when he wasn't. They're both faces. Like, he was playing a heel some part of the match and he's playing a face the other part and Tanahashi was pretty much just a face so that was kind of awkward I mean if you wanted to play a heel for the match that's okay but don't go flipping back and forth um, but this was match of the night at three and three quarters um, but these they've had better matches and this was nothing special okay you ignorant dickhead I was asking Chip <laughs> It was Chip that said almost a five star match. I wasn't asking you. I was asking him. Well, you know what? I just said it for him. <laughs> Even though he's still an overrated piece of shit. Chip, could you kindly answer my question? <laughs> I've seen better with them. I've seen a lot better with them. That's why I wasn't giving it a five stars. But I, I didn't think I, I would have too. Like, just from the names alone, I just... I. 
I don't have to watch that match, honestly, to, to know that if I watch that match, that was a good match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if they said it's uh, 300. Like Orton versus Cena. If they're going to wrestle, I'm going to be like, yeah, they're going to have a good match. It's mm-hmm. the 339th time they've shared the ring together. And uh, they're also saying, or Okada said, this is the last time that while he has the title, Tanahashi will be able to wrestle him for it. Which is so kind of a heel So which Okada kind of, looks in the belt suit. Which is kind of a heel move there, too. So. Oh, my God. What if Okada took over the Bullet Club? That would be awesome. <laughs> I would have a newfound love for the Bullet Club if that happened. I already love it. Can you imagine? That would be sick. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes. It is. Well, if he was face and heel and face and heel, like if he, it, was he wrestling as a face and just doing heelish things here and there as like an underlay, like how some people do it instead of just going, he was wrestling as a face, then he was wrestling as a You know what I mean? Japan. Um, like, it was kind of they were kind of saying on a commentary that Okada was um, taking in more of an Anoki vibe and being Anoki-ish and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they, they mentioned that. So the commentators um, doing their job selling the fucking angle. There really wasn't. There really wasn't an angle because this match was made like a week before just to have a, have a match. Yeah. Yes, but I will stand that every time I watch the New Japan show, uh, the commentary team, so I'm assuming Kevin Kelly. No, it no. was Ian, Ian Rickabody and, and uh, Ray Wall. I, I enjoy Ian Rickabody for the same reason I enjoy Kevin Kelly, which is that they're both really well informed. And if you are watching that product for the first time, no matter what show, if they're commentating, they catch you up on stuff on commentary. So you're fully caught up to how everything has evolved into a story with New Japan. So I like that aspect of it too. I love him so and Chris that- all right, so Chip, overall thoughts on the show? It could have been better. And you're the New Japan Mark. I know. It was. <laughs> a, it was. You have to understand. It, this is mainly infused as a New Japan strong show. Yes, it was. Um, it was an okay show for a house show. Women's match should have ended it. No. Yep. One hundred percent. One hundred percent should have ended it. I think. <sighs> Because I know at the moment was that end of it, see? Okada coming out during her victory takes away from her victory. She coming out to Okada's victory takes nothing away from Okada, but puts her on the same level. Actually, I think Okada coming out for her victory ups because he came out for her, puts her on that level instead of her coming out to him. So I think we're on the same page, but just reverse. I, I don't think it mattered. How about that? Either I'm way. looking. To, I'm looking forward to EZM versus uh, Monet. I've heard great things from uh, my alternate reality version of me. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah, mentally, hey, and just to keep playing, because I'm a man that sells this gimmick, I've mentally jerked off 37 times to Asian women through this review. <laughs> and there were only two on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so maybe there was an Asian man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There was only one Asian on the show, son. Female. Oh, that is true. There was one. Okay, so there was definitely two guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the New Japan. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and and review the far superior show that is Impact No Surrender. I wish the fans would have been more a part of it. 
What the fuck was that supposed to mean? <laughs> You're here. And we're back. I get to run segment now. Yay! Show tip how this is fucking done right here. Fuck you, asshole. You sit there and pull shit on me at the last minute. Fuck you. Um, Sleazy did. did. Listen, yeah. Sleazy did it. This is why Canadian Sleazy is there. If we were to put a name on this show, it would be kind of subject to change. That's exactly what this name of the show should be, actually, when he puts it on Spotify. <laughs> no, we're, 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 doing, we're doing actual review, like Impact No Surrender review because the cutesy names, people are all like, what the fuck? And then they just skip over it. At least they know what, what they're getting with these. In parentheses, card subject to change. In pre- yes, we can do that. Card subject to change. All right. Anyone watch the pre-show? Nope. Cool. I know there was Mike Bailey versus Jonathan Gresham. It only went like 10 minutes. So cool. All right. The show opened with Frankie Kazarian versus Khan. God, has he gotten big? Yeah. Kazarian? Oh, no. No. no honor. <clears throat> Holy fuck. What a beast of a man he is now. Steroids is a hell of a drug. Nine minutes and 24 seconds. Uh, I got uh, uh, Christian Thompson from. Uh, yeah, da, da, da. Fuck Dave Meltzer didn't watch this show to review it. Penny Omega wasn't on it. Of course he didn't. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Christian Thompson. Christian Thompson from. Uh, uh, TGR Wrestling. Uh, he gave it three stars. Uh, I agreed. It was a good match. Uh, and it furthered the Sammy and Design story. So it put Kazarian over and furthered the story. What else do you need to do? So, yeah. Cool. Chip. Hang on. Text my wife. Brian, take over. What I liked about it was um, Frankie Kazarian starting since his comeback. He's going to start at the top of the card. And I hope and pray what it's going to lead into for is, uh, yeah, just Frankie just slowly building up the car, like because because mm-hmm. I like the discussion of this too. Uh, Josh Alexander, world champion, as of right now, yes. Spoilers, no, no, no. But what I you, you hmm. say, say that again, then maybe I'm maybe I misheard you. Um, the universal championship is a world championship, yes. Uh, you know. The WWE title is a world title. Yep. The AEW title is a world title. Yes. Like when Ric Flair is a 16-time world champion because he's held yes. this title, this title, this title, this title. Yes. Is the Impact title a world title? I think so, yes. Yeah, I believe so. Where do you... Because you know me, because I, I think of a title as a world title. If it's like, defend, yeah, defending in... But not even like the world title, like the aspect, like to me... If you were a former ECW champion, you were a former world champion, and and it should be counted and talked about. And like, I know WWE doesn't in certain ins- aspects because there is some realms that I read that for the NBA, like the NXT title is technically a world title because it's been defending other around the world. I understand your logic, right? Yes. So like, when I just think about it, like, because now Josh Alexander now is. At that aspect, Josh Alexander is doing deadly because Josh yep. Alexander is the world champion. And when Frankie Kazarian finally comes to take that, Frankie Kazarian can finally get his world championship. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, spoiler, I don't think he's going to win it against Josh Alexander, but we'll save that for a, a lot of, later time. That, that's a prediction. 
Yeah, that's a spoiler about what I think is what I mean. Not, <laughs> we'll get to that in a couple matches. Okay. Uh, uh, it, it was a good opening match. Um, it's crazy to see Connor doing more than he did in WWE and uh, Impact. Uh, I mean, he did lots in WWE. People just don't remember because it was fucking uh, NXT. Terrible. No, because it was NXT. Like his NXT run was deadly. Yeah, I was. I was always a fan of the Ascension. No. Yeah, not exactly. me. Right? Like, not me. But, yeah. but no, two star match. How much? Three stars. Okay. A Yo, dog. Little, that was a great little opener with the people involved. Yo, dog. I heard you like tag team matches. I fucking do. Impact Knockout State Team Championship. The Death Dolls versus the Hex. Eight minutes and 57 seconds. Christian Thompson gave it two and three quarters. Ryan, and since you are also Canadian sleazy, you're a tag team wrestling enthusiast, and now you're a women's wrestling enthusiast for this show. I don't know if I can handle the responsibility of both tag team wrestling enthusiasts. I know. That's and, why sleazy's and, only the women's wrestling enthusiast. He, but that's one up him and have you do both. Do. It, it will further your... It will further... Your Hall of Fame credentials. <laughs> I can't. I can't even point that. Um, Ron Kids died. I'm going to start with that. You think? Mm-hmm. I 100% do. If you're bringing James Mitchell back, because James Mitchell again, I don't care about people that don't watch Impact all the time to understand like the little Impact intricacies and stuff like that. Like his callbacks in wrestling are great too. James Mitchell is connected to Rosemary, and if you don't know it. His little promo told you a little bit, but not enough to understand that the greatness of it, like how, how good the angle has been. So they should have beat him. They could win him back. It's impact. Like I know they're not signed. They could have won him back at the taping and had them technically on TV running through angles as like a two month champion or. Yeah. Right. I think Ron kids are, I think that would have been a nice little switch up in the knockouts division solely on. And it's not that I don't like them as champions. I just, I thought that would have been a cool little pop pop. You know what I mean? Because everything deserves a little unexpectedness. And that would have been somewhere where I would have been like, eh, just to keep you on your toes to always want to watch. You're never going to want to miss. Gotcha. Um, I gave it three stars. I thought it was a, a just I, my nose was just another good match. Um, I don't know if the wrong kids died or not. Um, you can make an argument both ways, I guess. So. And what Ryan says, you make an argument both ways, and it doesn't matter as long as they have a good outing. So, yeah. And then there's more, always 1,000% true. If it doesn't matter who wins, when you look at a match, you'll be like, you're not fighting, like you're not, oh, that's not terrible. I can see that side, I can see that side. That means you had a good match. The story was going, like, mm-hmm. everybody played their part right. Yep. All right. Uh, Chip. I gave it two and three quarters. Um, I, the, I, I think the audience hurt this match for me. I just did. There was no emotion or anything in it. It didn't seem like to me. It was good wrestling. I mean, but it was just lacking for me. Okay. The dot com that match for the impact digital media championship. I believe in Joe Hendry. I love Joe Hendry. Defense I love, against. I love, I love thick Joe Hendry. Let me put it better. Yeah. Cause <laughs> he's so much better now. Uh, defends against Moose. iPhone. iPhone. Thank you. 
12 minutes and 14 seconds. Uh, Christian gave this three stars. I will start. This was kind of dumb, but it was yeah. fun. It was fun. Well, that's what the dot combat match was when Jordan yes. Grace and fucking Cardona had it. Like, yeah. The VR spot, man. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> the dancing moose. Sleazy will probably be like, oh, this was the stupidest thing. Blah, blah, blah. No, it was stupid, but it was fun. Oh, I also God, gave it. So I also gave it three stars, though. It was fun. Uh, throwing the RC car, well, having the mini one, and then bringing out the bigger one, and that not working, just whipping that moose's dick. It was. It was fun. It was fun. It was a fun match. Uh, Chip. It was. It, it, it was. It, it didn't have the best wrestling or anything, but for the fun aspect of it, it was. It was. I enjoyed it. Um, and I've been a Hendry fan uh, for a while, so I was glad to see him keep the title. <laughs> Star rating. Oh, sorry. Three. All right, Ryan. <laughs> you know how uh, my, my brain stone. See, it's edible. It's great. Uh, you know, you know how WWE was building Baron Corbin to be like Damian Priest, and then they got Damian Priest, so they fucking chopped Baron Corbin's knees out. Yeah, I feel like when WWE gets news, is what's going to happen to Titus on the hill. <laughs> well, he's already not on the show, so <laughs> yeah, but, but Titus on the hill does so much back, like the charity shit, and that other not like the other stuff that they do outside of it as a WWE name. Titus on the hill sure. is full aboard that side, right? Oh yeah. No, I, I don't. Bring in Royal Rumble. I, I think they're good. We're all trying to talk. Go ahead. I was going to say, in terms of the match itself, uh, it's criminally insane watching something like that to know that Moose isn't in WWE because he can Moose is the fucking complete package as a wrestler. percent. And Joe Hendry is not fucking far off, boss. Let's nope. be fair. And they took that match and had the best fucking match. Fuck you, Batman. You go, that was dumb. That was great. It was stupid, but it was fun. It was stupid fun. It was like it was like a Will Ferrell movie. It was stupid, but it was fun. <laughs> like, but yeah. Um Moose is a full package, obviously, because oh my God. Mark. Um When's this contract up? I, I don't know. I think he signed Last year, I think he signed an extension. I think I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, we read that many dirt sheets. When it's coming up, we'll know. <laughs> Fuck. Um, the stupid busted open segment was a waste of fucking time. Whatever, give it up. That should not have been on a impact. I don't well, but, but do you understand how cheap it is to watch the impact? But like, this is what you got to understand too. That is the perfect place to have that. It's not on an actual pay-per-view that they're calling it. When you think of how cheap it is or cost-effective or however you want to say it, to get through YouTube the Impact deal, which is like $5.99 or $9.99 a month. And they have specials like every week, like big shows like that, or every second week. Like it's worth the money. And it, where it's not a pay-per-view, it's perfect. Yeah, one in two weeks called Sacrifice. Yeah. You know what I mean, that, the, those Impact Plus specials or the YouTube special, the ones that you get on YouTube through the deal, what the how cheap they are for the amount of times that they have those special shows for what they are for the cost of them, they are the perfect time to do that nonsense. Because definitely Busted Open Radio promoted something towards the show as well with their name there, and the boys are part of it. There was definitely cross promotion there, like a lights out match, like the Mountain Dew shit. Like, cool. It sucked. It was dumb. It was a waste of time. 
waste of time. Just for Bullet Weight Ray to come out and go, I'm sorry, for like an hour, it seemed like. Saying the same thing for an hour and then coffee in the face. And then yeah, just hits him in the face. Like it was dumb. It was fucking stupid. It was what do you so mean stupid? What do you mean like me? What are you trying to say? You people. What do you mean, you people? It was dumb. Um yo dog, I heard you like multi-man matches. Oh uh, fuck fuck alternate me. I do like multi-man matches. <laughs> Fatal four way. Oh, sorry, sorry. Four way. For the number one contendership for the Impact World Championship, Steve Macklin versus PCO versus he's got kids versus Brian Myers. Nine minutes and 18 seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three and a half. Ryan. Just because I'm going to have to go back to go to the episode that we were talking about this and him most recently, uh, Steve fucking Macklin. So what you're saying is the right kid died. Yeah, was I not just singing this motherfucker's praises and how well he's been doing and the mm-hmm. quality of people he's and the matches and over and over and over? Max Macklin's beating Josh Alexander. Ding ding ding. Yep. That's who that was the spoiler. Uh Macklin's one hundred percent being Josh Alexander. What rebellion? Yep. Is it rebellion? Yep. Um and ter- in 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 Josh Alexander's hometown. Yep. Oh, gimme the heat. I love it. Yep. That's where I think Macklin's going to win the title. Uh, In Canada, right? Yep. See, my brain immediately goes, has to be a screw job. It'd be even better if it was a screw job. It would really hit home then. But it's not Montreal. So, whatever. Uh, It doesn't matter. A screw job in Canada now is just as royal up. Screw job is Canada is like a regular match in America. Um, right. <laughs> I agree. Three and a half uh, for the time they did. Uh, they did what they could and it furthered PCO and Henry Edwards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's been a long ass angle. Those it's two. so fucks with my head. Thinking back to being eight and nine and 10 and watching the Quebecers on TV <laughs> and being the correlation every I mean, time. That's PCO. He oh was a pirate God. that stole Bret Hart's jacket. Okay. Right, like, oh, <laughs> We're not the Mounties. Those guys are dickheads. Like, oh, fuck. It's so cool. Fuck. Yep. Wait a uh, minute. Are you serious? What? What the fuck is wrong with you as a person? Did you not? Do you not? Like, are you just. You didn't know that one of the Quebecers is PCO? I, he looked familiar, and I've been wondering. <laughs> the whole time. You only grew up with your fucking childhood. Christ. And I'm not high. Damn it, I wish I was. <laughs> you just don't hope, have the wrestling knowledge that me and the Canadian sleazy has. Right. It's quite, <laughs> it, it, listen, I'll always stand up. It, it's quite, it, it's uh-huh. quite fun when I did to go in depth on some shit like this. Yeah, I remember the Bret Hart stealing jacket angle too. Like, like again, that's like almost 30 fucking years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, had- 28 years ago. Yep. I had a severe concussion where I've forgotten a lot of my childhood, so. I. Because yeah. I, <laughs> I can relate when I make this go. Was that the first divorce or the second divorce? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead by a shoplifter, you dickweed. <laughs> All right, Chip, tell us what you remember about this match. <laughs> I, I actually gave it four stars. I love this match. I thought. It, it did 
further along the PCO Eddie Edwards line. And on top of that, Steve Macklin's a beast. I, I, I've been agreeing with Ryan the whole time he's been saying that. I don't think Macklin beats him the first try. I think Macklin beats him the second try. But I think whatever happens. Yeah, like I, I, I'd love to see a screwdriver on, on Toronto, but I was, and as I can see, it's not going to be a screwjob against Josh Alexander. Oh, it's going to be against Macklin? Yeah, like, but not like in the sense of but a screwdriver, that- but like Macklin's foot under the rope. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, like, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Josh won, but Macklin gets his rematch and beats him. Gotcha. Oh, I forgot NXT was on. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I fucking do. Time Machine versus Bullet Club. 19 minutes and four seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three and a half. I also gave it three and a half. That's a trios match, my friend. Um, Fuck you. It is a tag team match. We do not do trios <laughs> matches with Sleazy not on the fucking show because uh, Sleazy I, is I a... Is a no, fucking no, mark. No, 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 nay, nay, sir. As part of my efforts for this future Hall of Famous, I would be amiss or remiss or whatever the word is to not stand up to the fact that I also do enjoy trios matches. So I shouldn't let that one die. So this you're instantly pretty- disqualified from being a Hall of Famer <laughs> already. So you were going so good. So good. And then you had to say. Something stupid like that. Yeah, well, I, I, you know I love trios matches. Fuck you. Don't <laughs> act like this is secret. <laughs> anyway, like, this, this was actually a really good match. It, it that's was. all you can really say. Right kids die three and a half stars. Like, yeah, it was really I good. picked my the only, my, I picked my scorecard thinking uh, Time Machine was going to win, and I just didn't give it a second thought. But like, should have thought better. Should have thought smarter. Should have would have could have. Should have would have could have. I gave it four stars. Um, I really enjoyed it. The Bullet Club looked strong with Kenta with them. And Kushida and, I mean, the Time Machine, they're just awesome. And it, it was great to watch. Good balance, good uh, back and forth, great action. Okay. Hey, when you think about the two shows, if you fucking – Machine guns and uh, Kenta were busy. <laughs> they were. Josh oh, Alexander. Josh Alexander, yeah. <laughs> Kushida, uh, like, fuck. Impact, yeah. Impact Knockouts Championship. Mickey James defends against Masha Slamovich. 12 minutes and 19 seconds. Christian Thompson gave also gave us three and a half stars. Today uh, is Sleazy. You're the one's wrestling enthusiast. I, I'm also the enthusiast of Mickey James and her news got released back in the day. So I've been a fan of Mickey James for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this was bad. This match reminded me of fucking the non-genre member. Tasha steals the title reign. It was always better than I was expecting, but man, like, and that's what this match was like. This match was better than what I expected, but I just didn't really <laughs> Didn't Mickey click. wasn't losing. Yeah, like Mickey wasn't losing the belt here. It seemed a little off to me. <laughs> like I didn't hate it, but I just uh, I could have so, done without it. So, what you're saying is it was an okay match for a house show. <laughs> that, that I I 
I I gave it two and a half stars. It was average. It was after the match of the year candidate uh, really? with her and Jordan Grace. This fell way fucking short, and I was actually disappointed in it. I thought this. Was, I don't think it was would have been match of the year candidate quality, but I thought it would have been better than it was. So this just disappointed. So. Uh, that's the social guys. Okay, Master House show. Uh, I didn't think I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I thought there was going to be more to it. I did like the pin at the end. That was cool. Uh, different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 But it's just I know Mickey James is so much better, and I think Masha is really good. So I'm really confused at how that correlated to that. So. Yeah. Off nights. Yep. Some stars, yeah. some people, yeah. some people yeah. don't click. Some stars don't click. Certain nights, man, it happens. Yep. Impact World Championship: The King of the Four Star Match, Josh Alexander <laughs> versus one half of the Spot Monkeys, Rich Swan. Twenty-five minutes of thirteen <laughs> seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three and three quarters because he has to be a fucking dick. This was. Guess what? A four-star match. match. (laughs) Like, I mean, it actually wasn't the best Josh Alexander match. It actually could have been better, but it was still four stars. It was match of the night. Um, Because you don't like Rich Swan that much. No, I like Rich Swan. Rich Swan totally missed that senton bomb that uh, Ray Ray Walt called. I'm like, he totally missed that bomb. Just, just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. He um, was in Buffalo and Rich and uh and uh Josh Alexander was in Baltimore. That's how little bit it was. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. But no, it was great. Um Alexander, them both being faces probably wasn't a, a great dynamic. Um and But Rich Swan took the heel role in the beginning of that match though. Well, yeah. But the crowd was chaining for him throughout the night and Alexander yeah. kind of looks Kind of perplexed Flex. by it, mm-hmm. um, but he did a good job of keeping focus, which was great. Um, and oh, what else was I going to say? And, and Alexander, we knew um, wasn't losing that match, so that kind of drug it down a little bit too. But it was still a great match. Four stars, Chip. I gave it four and a half. My match of the night. Um, I I enjoyed it minus a couple snafus and that that. One rich swan move really blew me away. I'm like, really? You were way off, dude. Um, and a couple other botches that I didn't feel gave it that would have given it a five star or four and three quarters. But I enjoyed the hell out of it. I mean, I am slowly seeing what you all are seeing in Josh Alexander, and I'm not afraid to say it. He's a great wrestler. Um, it seems like he is an old fashioned wrestler. And likes to um, build throughout the match, and I really enjoy that. It's one thing I've always loved about storytelling and all that—the building throughout the match—and that's one thing he does really well. Ryan, can you possibly agree with me on this comp? He is like Kurt Angle. I, funny enough, I was going to look at you then and ask you a simple question because I. I you and me have been watching Impact is paying attention to Josh Sander specifically a little bit closer than Chip. So I, I, I just want to pick your brand. Why is he missing? 
And why I say that, why isn't he with AEW or WWE? So that's good. that's a good question. Why does he miss him? I think he's an okay promo. Not a great, not a good, a passable promo. I I think I think he ain't missing a thing. But if you're going to if you're going you to, to ask me why he's not in a bigger company like one of those two, I would say promo. But that'll be more towards WWE than AEW. Because AEW would just sign anybody, they don't care, you know. Yeah. Um and I think not- I, I just don't I don't think he's missing a damn fucking thing. No, he, he could be in the next two runner rough shot right now. Yeah, because NXT will teach yeah. him the promo. Yeah. Because NXT will teach him the promo. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. So when's his I don't know. Also, it could it could be a schedule thing too with him. Think about it. They do TV tapings every other week, so I mean, he could be home shit ten days out of a fourteen day span. You know, I mean, he takes indie bookings too, but like being with Impact and then taking indie bookings. I mean, I know he takes indie bookings locally to here because he is from uh, base out of Toronto. And I think he was at Excite. And I think he was at Smash Wrestling up in in Canada. So, but he, I think a schedule thing too, he gets to make his own, besides the impact bookings, which again are every other week, he he can pretty much work wherever he wants. And again, having a, a kid, he, I think he likes his schedule too. So, it could be factors out. It could be factors outside of he could have all the tools, but he just likes the schedule. Yeah. What about you, Ron? What do you think? <clears throat> I like the promo response. Uh, that's the better of the response when you think about the other two, because in AEW, he's just going to get uh, lost in the shuffle of uh, a big guy who can wrestle. Because AW don't give a fuck about big guys that can wrestle. EG, IG, Brian Cage. Like they're gonna get somebody like him and do nothing. nothing. What they're gonna do is they'll put him against Ethan Page for a program and that's it. Because there's history. And I think that's all they would do with him. And that's the worst part about that is what you should do if you get your hands on him is put him and Ethan Page back in his acting. Because I love them as acting. They oh, are so so do I. The North was awesome. Yeah, but I, I I think Josh Alexander proves that he doesn't need to be in the tag team. So I think again, not everyone could be in the main event at the same time. I think to start, yeah, it'd be a good thing to have a six month, probably nine month, maybe year long run with the North. Split them up, have a feud with Paige, and then build him. But I I, I again, I'm not. I'm not very keen on Tony Khan being able to book people properly. So, yeah, I just look at it in AEW. The booking style is you can still put him in a tag team and book him as a main event talent. Oh, I agree. You can, but I mean, yeah, cool. All right. Uh, Overall thoughts on the show. It was a good show, but it was actually a step down from what impact has been recently doing. 
which is yeah. weird because there was a lot of good matches on this show. You're so jaded as fuck. It's weird. But you know what? For that comment, I hope you step on the Lego. It was a step oh. down. None of them are going. I mean, it was a really good. It was better than the New Japan show by a mile. I thought. Chip, it, chip, it chip. A... Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, no. Because I, 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 I didn't watch New Japan, so I can't comment fully. I just know. To me, it was another great fucking impact show. When you're watching this, you know you're watching an impact show. Yep. That's not a bad thing. Nope. Before, right, Go ahead. before you sit there and say, you have yet to say it was better than the New Japan Strong show. Get it right. Fair. Anyway, really, but I, but the main event was not a New Japan strong main event, and no, the match before that wasn't, and the match before that wasn't. So, fuck you. Our Connors is, and Tom Waller are both in JPW Strong. What are you talking about? Dice Saber Junior isn't. But Clark Connors is in the match with him. Doesn't matter. Bullshit. Tanahashi's not. Okada's not. No, Sasha's not. Kyrie's not. Yeah, you said I agree with the two, but when you said three, so five out of the six people in the last three matches were not New Japan. Strong. It was a good. I enjoyed the show for Impact. Um, It wasn't the amazing stuff you all been talking about, but it was still really good, and it was better than uh, Battle of Valley. I'll say that. Fuck you! Yeah, suck it. Um, Ryan, you got quick news and rumors? I'm going to the dirt sheet. He's going, right he's now. going to the to the the. Oh, let me talk about the Dave Meltzer thing we didn't talk about last week. So, yeah. um, people online were bitching and complaining that Dave Meltzer, okay, fuck Dave Meltzer by the way, didn't go to Elimination Chamber in Montreal but went to the NJPW show in San Jose. Didn't we now, talk about this already? We did. No, last not, we, did. no we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we, yeah, didn't. we did. We, didn't. we mentioned it. We didn't talk about it in length. We just we just made jokes about it. Yeah, give me that stone-faced. Yeah, so yeah, I was trying to think about it. Yeah. Y- y- you didn't. We didn't. Um, but Meltzer lives in fucking San Jose. Why would he fly 3,000 miles into a different country to watch a show when he can go to, and let's face it, a show from his favorite promotion in his hometown? As much as I fucking hate Dave Meltzer, the criticism he is getting for that is very unjustified. And Ryan, do you also have the vaccination clause up to get in your country? I don't fucking know anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as we know, we don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like for COVID and stuff like that. Like uh, I know they open the country. I know they open the country back up. I'm not sure if you need to be vaccinated or not to get in. I I think you do still, and maybe he's not. So that could be a thing too. But also, it doesn't matter because he lives in San Jose. Why would he go to Elimination Chamber in another country? When his favorite promotion is literally in his hometown on the same day, it makes it just makes no sense to me why people are giving him hate for that. None. And by the way, Travis was the one that posted this on his Facebook page. And I said, (laughs) and I said to him, it's like saying that it's like me giving Travis shit 
for not going to WrestleMania in LA when he's running an NEW show in St. John's that same day. What? Why would he miss? Why would he go to WrestleMania in another country, 3000 miles away when his favorite promotion, we all know Travis, you know, it is his, his promotion is literally in his own backyard. Why would you do that? And I did not get a fucking response from him, which tells me I'm right. You expected to? Yeah, because I posted another thing is he told me something else. So I put it to him in those terms and he never responded back. Anyway. I, I wouldn't leave my hometown to fly to America to watch a pay-per-view live of a fed. If my favorite fed was in my hometown. You would? I wouldn't, no. I go to my, yeah, like. Oh, you wouldn't, you said. If like if, if I was like WWE was having a show in Newfoundland, like if Newfoundland was accessible to the world more regularly, like I'll even yeah. say, gotcha. Uh, if I could fly to Toronto to watch a WWE pay per view, or I could fly down to New York, say, and do whatever connection there as an option to get over to a different country and fucking around and stuff, I'd rather stay in my own country, let alone go to another country. To put it to put it in Ryan terms, if Impact was running a show in St. John's and AEW was running a show in Dallas and I gave him shit and I gave him shit for not going to the AEW show in Dallas, that's the equivalent. It makes Mm -hmm. no sense. Hell, if you put Impact in Dallas and AEW in, in Newfoundland, I'm still going to the AEW show. Like, right. Not, yeah, like, fuck, I don't got to touch a plane. Yeah, no. no. Mm-hmm. All right, you got any uh, news and rumors up? Uh, yeah, I just scroll through and I'm going to read a bunch because, like, they're half okay. Uh, Billy Starks makes her debut for MLW Underground tonight. Is an up and coming one we've heard about. If you read through the dirt sheets, uh, chick wrestler. Mm hmm. Dakota Kai says she and EO have much more to give after her tag team title loss, selling the angle, which is good. That made me so mad. It was snowing. No, no, no. It was snowing so hard here that the satellite went out and I missed the main event of Raw. That was the only, like, they were coming down and then the fucking feet cut off. I was like, you bastards. (laughs) Uh, Big Show announces the guest of honor for the 2024 Jericho Cruise. That's something as a fan I'd like to try out once because that seems to be a good fun time. So I get seasick, so I can't. Gravel. What? There's this thing called gravel you take and you don't get seasick. I'd rather have my feet on ground. I'm all too. <clears throat> uh, Eric Bischoff's ideal end to WWE's storyline involves Roman Reigns' face turn. I kind of want to see what he says. But the gist of it is simple. Reigns turns face, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, Mr. Bishop. I, well, I actually agree with him. I think he's going to lose to Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, which I've been saying for for a year, and oh, you guys thought it was the fucking Rock, so fuck off. And um, uh, No, he should have been wrestling the Rock at WrestleMania. I don't nope, think he should have nope. lost the Universal title, but nope, he should have been wrestling wrong. the Rock. Nope, you're wrong. Um, this title run? No way, man. This is... I'd have him touch Hogan's reign with the Universal title at this point. Um, and then 
I think he's going to be away for a while and then come back at SummerSlam and do a face turn. That's what I think is going to happen. But, yeah, Kim, Kim said that he wants to take off some time. So. Okay. Continue. Keith Lee wants to be the first black AEW world champion. I mean, Jericho wasn't? <laughs> I love you. Uh, yeah. uh, I know coming out of the Ring of Honor TV taping, spoiler, three, two, one. Uh, it looks to be uh, Cesaro Air and uh, Cesaro no. and Cesaro Eddie, and Eddie Kingston. Cesaro and Eddie Kingston. Oh. Coming out of it after all the taping's done. Yeah, be Cesaro yeah. and Kingston probably at their uh, Supercard of Honor that's still going on? Yeah, Mania Weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric Bischoff also believes that Rhea Ripley was wrestling's best heel in 2022. Wrong. That'd be Roman Reigns, but okay. Go ahead. Uh, I actually read this article, though. Blue Meanie claims Scott Hall and Xbox had no problem with ECW's parody of the NWO, that they both loved it and they just knew what it was. The BWO. Yeah. Yeah. He's the blue guy. The blue guy. Yep. Uh, WWE files to trademark Zack Ryder and other current and former wrestling names. You know what one of those names was? Was shocked the shit out of me? Ezekiel Jackson. <laughs> wow. There's a name. So I wonder what he's doing. That They're, they're snagging <laughs> his name. Yes. That's, like, and I, not, even, not even that if WWE had him do something, just if, if don't wonder if he tried to get it. He might. I know Cardona tried to get Zack Ryder. But that was just smart. Might as well go well, for it. Yeah. Because it laps, but I think WWE contested it or something. Dax Horwood says that even in NXT, FTR weren't hunter guys. I believe that. I, I believe it. Uh, I believe FTR is like how Seth Rollins was in NXT early on. How like Seth Rollins was always fighting against the system and and like the, like that kind of nonsense that they always talk about. I believe FTR fought back a lot on that too. They just had bad luck that they got to WWE the main roster to Ron SmackDown and he didn't have Hunter behind him anymore. Hunter couldn't save him. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I think, I think so. Yeah. Also, uh, I know they're pissed that, uh, on when they talked about all the stupid wrestling observer fucking awards that are a bunch of fucking marks that haven't lost their virginity voted on, <laughs> um, that AEW did not acknowledge them as like the tag team of the year. On 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 their fate or Twitter page, and they kept continuously not mentioning FTR, and then that's, Dax 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 Hardwood's like called them out for it. That's funny though. And they kept ignoring him every time. That's even better. So they're not resigning with AEW. Their contract is up in April. Fair enough. Uh, looks to be what? They going to Impact? No, they're going back to the E, son. Oh, yeah, they're 100% going back to WWE. Mm-hmm. There's no way FTR is not going back to WWE. No. Uh, we talked on it a little bit before. Uh, WWE seemingly confirms the Bray Wyatt WrestleMania match, which is going to be Bobby Lashley and yep. Lesnar and Omos. Lesnar and Omos, which people are bitching about. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't looking forward to it until I saw the promo on Monday and MVP selling it. I'm like, oh, let's fucking go. I'm ready. Let's go. That, that F5 is going to look monstrous. Yep. 
Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I was thinking. I was like, when he describes it, I'm like, oh my god, that would be massive. And by there the way, your body slam, right? What? No, I, I was gonna say, if Lesnar didn't want to do it, he wouldn't be doing it. No, yes. so yeah, it's funny when he when he said uh, no f no um no uh, suplexes tonight. I told Kim, I was like, well, he's gonna get that five then. She laughs. Oh yeah, he was eating something. Yeah, one hundred percent. Of course. Really Mr. wish he would Mr. Forehead. I wish he would I wish he would have kept the cane and walked out with it. That would have been great. Uh Miz, this this is basically going into like a re all these articles now I'm gonna fire through because it's basically if you didn't watch Raw, currently the articles that are out that they're talking about. So the moments are basically the Miz revealed he posts in WrestleMania 39. Yep. Uh Balor challenges Edge, which means we're probably gonna get Balor and Edge in what style of match we don't know yet. Probably gonna be a wrestling match. Hopefully it's home so. Um <clears throat> they never really had a straight one-on-one match because they had the extreme rules match, right? Yes. If I, yeah, they just had a one-on-one though. And then what they had that? tag team matches. Rules. What was that? Was it an extreme rules match or was it just at extreme rules? It was an extreme rules match at extreme rules. But, okay. Yeah, so, and more, more it could of the be a one-on-one card. match. Now, fair, I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. Uh, more of the main card breaking down. Logan Paul and Seth Rollins meeting next week on Raw Live. Yep. Uh, I don't know where we're going with the women's tag titles, though. Yes, there was a tag total change. Becky Lynch and Lita are the tag champs right now. But there, I've read multiple rumors and dirt sheets. Uh, one was Ronda and Baze are getting the tag team titles at Mania. Another one was it was damage control versus Becky Lita and Trish in a six woman tag. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Yeah, it's but, and then they yeah, can go yeah. backlash. But there's still plans for Ronda and Baszler to win the tag totals at Mania somehow, and that six man tag happened. So have the six man tag one night and then have the huddles the Ch- next night. I, don't think, I, I didn't think Ronda and Baszler were going to beat Becky and Lita. Uh, I mean, you I gotta... think there's another title change happening before we get to the Mania. You think so? Yeah. No, I think they're going to beat Becky and Lita. No, Damage Control is going to screw them out of the belts in a way. Lita's like, oh. I guess. You got to think about it. We're still. I guess that. I guess. Yeah, I guess you can do that, and then still have the six woman, and then have another. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess you could. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Allow yeah, it. I know everything else now for the past little scroll into the dirt sheet on page one of Wrestling Inc. Because I'll give them the shout out because I use them a lot anyways. Is uh, uh, just raw results and different things that came out of raw. There was a dark elevation, but yeah. 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 Oh, okay. What? Uh, first off, uh, we talked about it quickly last show, but it's a hard press not to talk about it. Deets won both fucking scorecards for both of these shows. Dick. Dick, I know, right? Uh, I'm just, I, I want to give him the proper, I want to get this shit done. So I want to sign in to give him like the proper on how much he won with what. Right, just because, like, like I said, he, again, very rare that you get one person winning one, but he won both shows, two different feds this weekend, right? Or those two shows from a guy who doesn't even watch the product. Yeah, 
doesn't watch Impact. He might watch New Japan. No, he doesn't. He no? Hell no. Of course he doesn't. Uh, to view our factions. I love our factions. Name the Shining Wizards. What? Not the shiniest wizard? No. It, oh, it, no. Excuse me. My stoner brain had it wrong. Deets won battle at the Valley and Elimination Chamber. Uh, Al Barrett with 89 points won this one. Sleazy took second with 80. Well, so he won two. Yes, so. he's won two of the last. Yeah, he's won two of the last three. And Al's our impact champion there now. Uh, yeah, no, besides that. <laughs> what a fucking dick. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. He did his shit. All right, Chip. I got to say, I got to put yourself over. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, you can find me and Fat Man on the Best Darn Sports Show, period two, nine o'clock on Wednesday. Uh, well, I don't know what we're going I think, uh, I need somebody to email G my uh standings that are going to be at the end of the year so we can get the baseball underway. And let's get that started. Baseball has already started, MLS kicked off this past weekend, an exciting weekend in soccer. Uh, we're getting trade deadlines in hockey. The Capitals are uh, destroying their team left and right. Um, yeah, so, and then the franchise tag's already started with the uh, commanders, Kim DeRon Payne, franchise tag. So you'll find me and Fat Man, like I said, the best darn sports show period two Wednesday nights at nine o'clock on the Twitch and Facebook Live. And you can find me on Twitter, TWS underscore Mark with Rays. Ryan came back. Put yourself over. Oh, come find me in the wrestling show on the ye old Reddit. Uh, I can't even shit on it that much because there is some good shit on Reddit when you start reading through wrestling. Like you gotta, oh, wait, okay. you, you gotta go through a lot of crap and what? shitty things. But but there's like just little things like statistics and angles and stuff like that. Like I find you'll find cool on Reddit that way when you're looking into stuff. And some people take some time and effort to put shit in. Like uh, what was I was reading the other day? Uh, so. You know how the term lineal champion, right? Yes. So somebody did the Ring of Honor lineal title the other day. Okay. Uh, Can you guess who is the lineal Ring of Honor world champion right now? Because this person did the math and the qualifications. I'll read out the title of it. Uh, Username is D underscore white 93. So I appreciate it. So you're saying... If I if I'm saying it right, thinking about this right, no, I don't, I don't know. Okay, do the qualifications. I, I'm I'm so confused right now. So the title can change hands in singles or multi man matches, and can change hands via disqualification or countout. In the event of inactivity, retirement, or death, the belt is made vacant, and then whomever the champion was at the time becomes the new Ring of Honor World Lineal Champion. So, like, I, I'll give you an example. So, the first Ring of Honor champion was Loki, right? Yes. Who was the second Ring of Honor world champion? Was it a homicide? No. Danielson. Correct. No. Like, I, I, it wasn't Jerry Lynn, correct? Wait. No, I'm confused. So I, I, asked <laughs> because, I asked because the definition of how the lineal Ring of Honor championship works, and as Loki was champion for Ring of Honor, Jerry Lynn pinned him in a match or beat him in a match 
Uh, but okay. he never lost. He wrestled. Oh, him. okay. I gotcha. 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 So the man lost the match, not the belt. So that, that's how the lineal championship works. And from the first ring of honor lineal champion. Uh, at one point, it was the first time it ever happened because I don't see a. Oh, no, there's a second one. I'm seeing how many times the belt got vacated on the lineage to bring us back. So the belt was vacated three separate times. The last time the belt was reactivated due to inactivity. Only, only three times? Only three times as somebody. I got who two. A, no, no. So. The, oh, here we go. As the lineal championship breaks down. Oh, the lineal champ. T, I'm yeah, so the, Okay. Yeah. So as the lineal championship broken down, it first got vacated when Kisho Tamarora uh, was vacated due to the inactivity on December 7, 2004, the last title of defense, his last match, basically. The new lineal champion became Jamie Noble, who was the current Ring of Honor champion at the time. He lost the title and he lost the match and something. So. The second time it was, <laughs> this is even better. The second time the belt got inactivated, the champion, and in the notes it states Pikachu in brackets, no, really, it was Pikachu. GCW at the Anime North Convention day one in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, March, May 2008. Belt was vacated because, you know, Pikachu is a stuffed animal, never defended the title. Jerry Lynn, May 2009, was the current Ring of Honor champion, so the lineal title came back to life uh, as he was losing. Just tell me who the fucking current one is. This is giving me a fucking migraine. Kuskichka Okada. Hmm. I I was trying to explain how it went because the last, the, the champions since the last vacated title have been fucking hilarious. It went Roosh because it came back when Roosh had the belt. Yep. He lost the Bandito and the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Yep, best in the world. Then it got vacated again. No, because Bandito then lost to Laredo Kid in some show on Mexico. Okay. Steve Macklin beat the Laredo Kid on the Impact television taping. <laughs> Trey Miguel on Impact Turning Boy beat Laredo Kid and Steve Macklin in a three-way. Will Osprey beat Trey Miguel in a match, which was a three-way with Blake Christian to get the lineal championship. Okada won it, which is his second time holding this. Naito beat Okada at New Japan. Zack Sabre won it. Okada won it back for the third time. Jay White won it. Tamatanga won it. And then Jay White at August 17th, 2022, became the Ring of Honor lineal champion, which means he has not lost since. In any type of way, shape, or form. Okay, I understand. So Okada is the true Ring of Honor champion. (laughs) Okay, then. Um, Fuck Sleazy, because he's not on the show, and that's what he does to everyone else that's on the show. I'm at TW's Fat Man. You can find us at at Sleazy Fat Man on the Twitter, Instagram, and the TikToks, uh, WrestlingShow.com, Facebook.com says Sleazy the Fat Man, uh, OnlyFans.com says the wrestling show. I'm yes. missing something. I'm missing something. Oh, my Twitter's Ron Buckot. I'm missing something. I'm missing something. What am I missing? What am I missing? Am I missing something? You got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. OnlyFans. OnlyFans I got. Instagram? I already did Instagram. 
Yeah, oh, just link, for wrestling. Link dot, if it's link. not the wrestling show, search Sleazy and the Fat Man or Sleazy yes. Fat Man. Oh, well, YouTube. YouTube.com slash Sleazy and the Fat Man. Thank you. I knew I was missing something. Um, give us a five-star review. It helps us out. Uh, download. Give us, put us on automatic downloads on the, the, the flick-off that I just got. And um, we actually, the three of us are actually going to get together sometime this week to record a watch along that was actually requested by our multitude of fan. So that's going to be fun. I'm not going to tell you which, what show it is, but it Probably is. Um, nope. We're going to release it as a surprise. So uh, we could tease it though, because I can tell you it was Okay, it was probably one of the worst big show main events in the history of wrestling. How about that? Uh, no, I would I would have said it happened in the nineties. Okay. It, it happened. I it happened in the nineties. Yeah, I would have dropped a couple of hints. I would have said a couple of people that were on it the show happened in late March, early April in the early nineties, and it had one of the worst main events of any big show in the history of wrestling. There. There you go. All right. Okay. So, so this is my part. Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> so for Canadian sleazy, for the fat man, and for the man of a thousand marks, this has been the wrestling show. Thank you for watching. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Kenny. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog's on a sandwich. A soba's on a sandwich. And I normally come out with like a very quick quickie thing because I like quickies, you know, sorry girlfriend, Um, but uh, you know, you're not, you're, you're, you're not pretty sorry. You're, you're pretty sad. <laughs> 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 you caught me, damn it. I'm not sorry. Um, But uh, yeah, fuck Dave Meltzer. <laughs>